Hello everyone and welcome to this uh, special limited edition uh, version of the podcast where I'm just going to kind of chat through uh, some of the E3 goings on. Uh, it's Richard joined here by Stephen. Hello! Uh, as always and we're just going to go through each of the pressos in order and we'll just kind of pick out some stuff and just have a bit of a general chit chat about it and see how we feel coming out of E3, you know, what were the, the big highs and the big lows and the middling in between so starting with the e3 means of course starting with the showstopper that was bethesda Woo-hoo! steven will definitely have some things to say here so what better place to start at the very beginning with um doom which was the very first thing in the very first press conference shown off and it was a good way to start wasn't it steve oh man i i think i was sending messages to everyone at like three o'clock in the morning you doom, were doom doom doom, doom. You were when I woke More up at doom. eight. I had like six or seven messages that I didn't bother reading until I'd already seen the press conference because I was like, "You're just going to be sitting there telling me everything that happened, so I'm not going to read these just now." But I did notice they were all there. Believe me. Yeah, yeah it, no, it, it looks um, good. It, it looks good. It looks like it's stuck to that kind of original format that mm-hmm. it's very, very quick, isn't it? It's very it's, quick. Oh yeah, I mean, it's like it's like. The original Doom, yeah, you have to move fast, you have to kill things mm-hmm. fast, because guess what? That stuff respawns if you're yeah. not fast. Mm-hmm. Um, the high-def graphics look amazing, and of course, who can forget the Super Shotgun? Yeah. Um, it, it's pretty brutal. It does it, it does look like it could certainly, like the difficulty could be there to ramp up, um, and I think it, it could be quite good, and uh, who could forget as well, Snap Map. That looks like it could yeah, be quite yeah. a feature as well. I'm one of these people, I don't personally use the kind of crazy creation tools in a lot of these games, but I love seeing what other people do with it, because other people who are way better at these kind of tools than I end up being like make some really cool stuff. I think there's some great potential for some like cool business there. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, but in terms of gameplay, it looks pretty gory. It looks like it's stuck to... Mm-hmm. It definitely looks like it's sticking to its original recipe with just updating some things, and I think that's effective. That's going to work for it. And um, one cup of violence, tablespoon of demonic hill spawn, trying to eat your face. One cup? They've put the whole flipping bag in. Well, yeah, true enough. Like kilogram bag. Exactly. They've they've dropped. They're dropping the bag on the monsters while you rip their head off, effectively. But interestingly, you've you've got to see more of your actual character in that quick snippet that they showed at the start where he's putting the helmet on. Um, and that's more than what we've ever seen of them, really interestingly. So I'll be interested to see where that leads us and if, if this is going to be the comeback of Doom on consoles. <laughs> the only thing that bothers me about it, to be honest, is just, and it's not necessarily the Doom's fault, it's just in general, anytime they do the 3D representations of the classic Doom monsters, I just feel like they kind of look messed up. Like I feel like they should just go their own direction with it because the 2D like Doom monsters look great and I think they've got their very specific style and thing going on. And then when they just try and redo that, but in 3D, I feel like it looks kind of rubbish, to be honest. Like, I was looking at some of the monsters, been like, ah, I just don't feel the monster design. Like I get what you're going for, but no, of course I totally get what you mean. Um, but I still personally think that, that it's going to be amazing, and I can't actually wait to see it. I can't wait to read it. Yeah, I think um, it'll still be great. 
to be fair. It comes out and see where, see where we're at with it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just me personally, but... No, no, totally agree with you. So, yeah, moving on from that, uh, what else they showed? They showed uh, a snippet of Dishonored 2. They did, yeah. That looks, that looks interesting because you kind of take off from where you left Dishonored 1. Yeah. Um, and for me personally, that, that looked pretty cool um, to see where we're going to go with that. I'm all the way into it. Like, I was way into Dishonored. I think it looks really cool. Um, dual protagonists could be really interesting. You know, games have done that really well in the past, so that could be really cool as well. Yeah. I, I don't know how soon we see it, though, because what they showed was just the pre-rendered cutscene, so it's I feel like it's a ways out. If it's not 2016, it's got to be after that. Like, if they, if it's going to be anywhere sooner than the very end of, of next year at the earliest, they would have shown something other than a pre-rendered cutscene. So yeah. there's kind of that. And also there was the announcement of, by the way, there's a definitive edition to keep you tied over just now, which suggests it's quite far off. And also, ugh, definitive editions, really? Is it still a thing? Yeah, and it looks like it's going to continue to be a thing because there was more and more announced um, as the kind of as the week went on. Mm. But for for me, it, uh, looking past the definitive edition, the idea of being able to to play that another character um, who's got slightly different abilities uh, is something definitely interesting. For sure, yeah. And it's something that I'm looking forward to actually properly sitting down and playing. Definitely, like, that last one was fantastic, so I could really see them doing some cool stuff with this. Yeah, exactly. Um, another game that they were kind of showing off a little bit of was Battlecry. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I, other than free to play, sure, I'm still not really sure what that is. No, I'm... I'm I'm not going to lie, I wasn't overly impressed. Um, I'll need to wait and see. Yeah, I mean, I'm willing to give it the benefit of a shot, but I don't know, there was nothing about it that immediately grabbed me. And to be honest, with E3, that's what you're looking for, because there's a lot of stuff hitting at you thick and fast. And so yeah. you kind of need it to immediately grab you. Otherwise, it's just kind of going to be know, lost in the tide. So. I know that between us, the, the lack of sleep... Um, <laughs> It was something that, that definitely caught me up um, with the thing sure. to like the Thursday. Um, from staying up late and watching press conferences, try to play games in around it, and then just try to live a normal day of life around that as well. It was, it was pretty tough. Yeah. But, um, the one that we, we kind of fully expected um, to see more of was the Elder Scrolls. And that was definitely there. Yeah, there was a kind of... Hearthstone Magic the Gathering. Yeah, there was a game. collectible card game which I don't know. Like I've played a little bit of Hearthstone and I feel like that kind of scratches that itch. Like I'm not really looking for another CCG and unless it like leans super heavy into the Elder Scrolls and does something unique with that, like it it doesn't really do anything for me. My issue is I, I don't think it does and I don't think yeah, I think there's plenty of load out there mm-hmm. for it. I just think they're maybe arriving to the game a wee bit too late and just trying to kind of focus in on what Blizzard have maybe tried to rip off from Blizzard to the coast already. And as a Magic player, do I want to switch? Not really, no. Will I give it a chance? Probably. 
depends when you see what the pricing of it is. But the thing about Hearthstone, you don't have to pay. And that's I think that's what attracted a lot of players from Magic. So it'll be interesting to see where they go with this card game for the SO. I don't remember if they actually said it, but I feel like at some point they said it would be free to play and the idea of you buy packs, same as Hearthstone. I can't remember where I read that, or maybe I just imagined that. I don't know, maybe I dreamed that that happened, but I feel like I remember that. Yeah, no, I think you might be right. Um, I know that was something that that was kind of discussed pretty bigly. um, Pretty bigly. Pretty well. Yeah, Yeah. good England. Uh, exactly. It was uh, just like we hold a, we hold the games net every week, and it was something that was discussed um, quite heavily. Actually, was well, I can see that the point of them bringing it out as a game um, on consoles and on PC is that a trick that Magic the Gathering is missing. No, because there is a game there. However, you have to pay for it. So it'll be interesting to see where they go with that, um, and the fact that there was very, very little announced about it. Yeah, it was very much like, a, oh, and this is happening. Now here's what you all came here to see. Which, speaking of, let's let's do it. Let's go for it. Fallout. Fallout. <laughs> the game I've been waiting on for Ooh. years. Oh my! It was all kinds of Fallout. So it was um, falling out all over the place, man. I was. I was super excited. E3 everywhere, uh, so... And I think that kind of... that This was the big announcement. This was the one that nobody really knew quite what to expect. Um, and it turns out everyone's got a bit of the pie um, and been able to take it home. Yeah. yeah. Because not only did they announce that you can play as female characters, you, the baby that you produce with that female and male character that you have will produce a baby... Um, they actually look similar to the characters that you've created. Um, and there wasn't too much about the story, um, just that you're yeah. the only survivor. And, and that's pretty much it. You, you come out of Vault 111 um, 200 years later. Um, it, it's, it, it's Fallout, um, but they've added some really nice touches to it. Um, yeah. So within that, you can within the game you'll be able to create your own, effectively your own settlement in town. Yeah. Um, I, that be, crafting stuff was just bananas. Yeah, it's, and you get to mod everything. The mods are going to be coming out on PC. You can then transfer to Xbox One and Xbox One to PC, and it's going to cost you absolutely nothing. They're encouraging and- the mods. And maybe PS4. And maybe they, PS4. They, they did come out on Twitter after the fact and say, maybe PS4, we're going to see what we can do there. Like, there wasn't really much of a promise there, but there was a vague suggestion of, like, we know you guys want this and we're going to see if there's a way to work around it. Like, we're not stupid. Um, yeah. Um, it'll be, I, I'm really excited for it. I've, I've ordered the Pit Boy edition. You're an idiot, like, I swear. I know, but it's cool. He spent £100 on, like, the cheapest looking pit of plastic. Yeah. Like, 
I'm sorry, right. you'll be jealous. Be jealous when I'm. I really won't be because boy, man. I, I won't be jealous because here's the thing: I'll be using the exact same companion app for my tablet. The difference will just be I won't have wasted a hundred quid on a piece, stupid piece of plastic. Like, I, yeah, well, it's down to me. It's my money. I'll spend it how I want. It absolutely is, but it's one of these things. Like just a little tangent side note: it annoys me these special editions because it encourages. Well, yeah, okay, we'll say encourages. I don't want to say dupes, but it encourages fans to waste money on this stuff. That obviously to get it in at that price point, you know, they throw together, and it's just a little simple plastic like holster for your phone. It's it's not even like has any functionality in it the functionality is all in the companion app like seriously people just buy the regular edition and download the companion app so don't be don't be like steven don't be crazy right like come on well moving on they did anyway, random, also, random or, um they, they did also pull a sega saturn-esque move where they've created a a, a game for the iphone and ipad that is coming to android yeah um, and basically in a couple of months yeah, we're basically you're the vault overseer, um, and you'll create your own Fallout shelter and kind of play that on your phone, um, or tablet. Um, uh, you you can buy with microtransactions, but you don't need to. Um, it, it seems pretty cool. It's like Sims and an XCOM. Simscom. Exactly. <laughs> you know, um, it seems cool. I'll I will be checking it out when it's on Android. I don't have a iOS device to try it out on just now, but well, and interestingly, I did try and uh, I I did borrow an iPhone um, for a few hours to play Shelter. Yes, I didn't buy it. It's all right. I didn't spend money on it. Um, I spent their money on it. <laughs> Someone's gonna get a really interesting phone bill next month. Why is there like two hundred pounds of charges in my account? Yeah, exactly. Um, it seems pretty cool. It works. Most importantly, it does work. Um, but <laughs> which, yeah. to be fair, for Bethesda games, isn't necessarily a given. Like you can't actually assume that. So, oh, this isn't every we're talking about. Okay, let's let's not go down this mudslinging route. Instead, <laughs> let's talk about the Microsofts. So they had um, yep. Halo Five first and foremost. That continues to look like a Halo game. Like it looks cool. You know, I think if you're into Halo, you'll be into that. Not much else to say there. I thought Recore looked interesting. That was on UIP um, about the like little orb thing that I guess you plug into different robots and stuff. And that seems like that's going to be the mechanic of that game. Is your little orb. Body, you're going to plug into it's different robots not, and machines. And you're going to make. You're going. Yeah, okay. It's kind of Microsoft knack. Okay, I'll, I'll give you that. Um, then we had the uh, the big hardware announcements of backwards compatibility and the new controller. Which backwards compat seems cool. That's a smart move. That makes a lot of sense, and it One seems like Sony have said that they're not going to be doing, which is really but, but, disappointing. But that that makes sense, though. They, they kind of can't do that. No, not, at this point, they've invested too much into PS Now. No, they've invested heavily into PS Now, but not just that. Like The problem was the way they made the PS3. The PS3 was so bespoke with the cell processor that was miles ahead of anything at the time. And it's still really powerful by comparison nowadays. The problem is you can't replicate that. Like There's no way 
to replicate that. Like the only reason PS Now works at all for that backward compatibility thing is because literally you're connecting to a server that is running a PS3 and the game. Yeah. So it's it's not it's it's not even a case of just like oh we don't care about the fans or we have no intention of doing this. It's like they physically can't, and that's not the way that they chose to go about it anyway. And so don't expect that. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I quite like the controller that they kind of showed off. Yeah, it looked um, cool, and then I saw the price of it, and I died. Yeah. I went yeah, on game, it's, and it's like, what is it, £150 or so? I'm like... There or there, thereabouts, yeah. I, 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 I get that, it. That's just for that controller. That's not including yeah. any of the accessories. No. They, they plug it in, this they can interchange, and yeah. they're also separately... Each individual one is sold separately. I, so if you want one it. that has those wee paddles bits at the back for, yeah. for well, what they showed it off is for Forza for the Gears, mm-hmm. that's another £40 for two of them. Yeah, so you yeah. then spent £200 on a controller. Yeah. And what I get it. just R1 and L1 for the Gears? Like, is that, is that Be, because it's, it's a reaction thing. It's being able to shave fractions of a second off your time. And that kind of brings me nicely to my point that it's hard for us to really judge that because we are definitely not the target audience for that. The type of people that are interested in this controller are the kind of people who are already going for controllers like that, but just the third-party ones. Yeah. It's your people who are playing COD. Uh, at like a seriously competitive level or your fighting games players or whatever it happens to be. It's the people who are like getting into the serious competitive scenes of those games that are that market and they will spend 150 on yeah. a good controller that can reduce their um, like latency down to milliseconds or can you know improve their ability to fire off a shot or whatever. Like They'll go for that. So it's hard to be too critical of it because we're not the target market, but at the same time you look at it and you go, that's crazy, ridiculous and stupid and I want no part of that. Yeah, um, but speaking of firing shots off, EA um, announced Black vs. Zombies Garden Warfare 2. This, yep. I don't know, I thought the first one was fine. I'm not going to say it was amazing or anything, but it was a fun little game. It was fine. I've wasted yeah. a bit of time on it. It's fine. Yeah, we have. Um, There's worse things in the world than that. Yeah, no, there is. Um, the fact that they're going to keep all the DLC stuff free as well, that's a nice little touch. Um, yeah, I'm hoping that we're going to see more of that because I think it was a month or two ago um, I had an article up about the fact that the Titanfall guys were saying for Titanfall 2, that's kind of what we want to do because as soon as you start having paid DLC, it splits the player base. Yeah. Like you can't reliably get the same amount of people and you start losing folk. And I think they probably are going to do that with Titanfall 2 because Titanfall's already got uh, the free DLC um, now. They've made the DLC DLC free since then. So I think that's a road we'll see them go down. And I'm hoping that that's a start of developers will start doing that more and more often because the right, like as soon as you start having paid DLC, you're splitting your um, user base and as soon as you're far enough out from release, you know, you don't really have large enough numbers to reliably split it and then still be able to get into matches quickly and, you know, still yeah. be able to do that easily. Yeah, no, it is. Um, but I don't think it's something we're going to see in the, in the coming months because what we've seen quite a lot of this year is games launching and not properly working and players are then being compensated yeah. with free DLC. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I don't know whether it will change or whether they'll keep that as a compensation thing. I don't know. It's it's hard to say. 
Um, so but we did also see a wee bit of uh, the new Forza. Yep, there was a Ford GT on the stage. Look at the pretty shiny. Forza's awesome. It still looks cool. Like for I me, for me, that uh, part of the press conference, I felt like here's a car. We know what car this is. This is a super fast car. This is what Lee means and all the rest of it. Did you and say Lee means? Yeah, I know. Le Mans. Le Mans. It's French. Yeah, well. Anyway, carry anyway, on. Um, I felt like it was more about the fact they had the brand new GT40 on the stage than the, it kinda, it kinda was, the yeah. 30 seconds of gameplay that they kind of showed that looked an awful lot like Forza 4. It, it kind of was about that, but it was kind of always going to be that because they have this co-marketing deal now, so it's one of these things. But at the end of the day, you know, if you want to get people interested in your Forza game, what better way than to be like, check out this new hotness car and it's going to be in the game. Yeah. You know, because at the end of the day, there's, the problem with driving games, just in general, there's only so much more you can say about like, it's a driving game. Like Project Cars, I think, looks like a great driving game. Although you've is, played it, I haven't. Um, but, the, for that. but at the end of the day, right, there's only so many more things you can say about driving games before it's just like, I don't know, like, it's got wing mirrors. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know what no, I mean? So understand then look at the pretty cars in the game because at the end of the day, what else are you gonna say? Particularly on a press conference stage where it's like you're gonna go into like we've changed the aerodynamic flow of the vehicles on a press conference stage. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Um but that that was just my own personal gripe. No, no, I, I I do see where you're coming from. But next up was Dark Souls 3. Dark Souls 3. Yep. I am um, all the way... A lot, chat, a lot of chat this week about Dark Souls 3. Um, yeah, I, yeah. I, feel, I feel like there's actually been almost more chat about Dark Souls 3 than there was Microsoft announcing backwards compatibility. I wouldn't go that far, but I do know people who are Souls fans and they went nuts over this announcement and it's all the way not for me. I'm not a Souls fan. I can't really get into these games, but I appreciate what they do and I appreciate they do what they do very well and they have a very, you know, very rabid fan base. Um, they do, one, yeah. Another one of those. So here's another one of those, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, we didn't really see much. It was just more of a kind of teaser trailer. Yeah, and there was um, a good deal of that about... Yeah, um, but then then along came Microsoft. Well, speaking of uh, what Microsoft come hand in hand with, they launched uh, Xbox Game Preview, which is their early access equivalent, which yep. again, like the backwards compatibility, I think is a very smart move. And I think it's good they've uh, they've demanded that if you're going to be on Game Preview, you have to have some form of free trial, whether it's a demo or just a play the game for two hours or whatever it is, you have to have some yeah. free trial which I think is vital because there's one thing that is killing early access on Steam. It's the fact that people download the game, realize it's not it's not as advertised or it's like mad broken or whatever it ends up being. And they're like, I cannot hack this. I can't believe I paid for this. Get me out now. Like This kind of avoids that of, you know what, go try the thing. If you think it's good enough now, throw down 15 quid. You can start playing it right now and you can get in at this early point. If you think it's not at that stage, you know what? Maybe just hold off and you can catch up with it when it's actually released. But, like but a, vital, a vital thing that, they, that was discussed with that was it's all done hand-in-hand hand with the developers of the games. Yep. 
So if there are issues, you get to report them, you get to join in with effectively making these games and moulding and shaping. Maybe not that exact game, but potentially the next game as well. That was was really heavily discussed, um, and and I really liked that. I thought that was a a really cool way to do it, rather than just going for a beta and hoping for the best. For sure, yeah. And you know what else is really cool, Stephen? What? The Rise of the Tomb Raider is really cool. I knew this was coming. I, well, I, I like that Tomb Raider reboot. It is a fun game. You know, if you've not checked it out, you should check it out. It's on all the platforms. It's not super expensive at this point. It's a good game, and Rise of the Tomb Raider looks like more of the same. Maybe with a bit more Tomb Raiding this time, though, they kept every time they came on a, a conference stage, they kept saying, like, you know, more Tomb Raiding. Yeah. <laughs> the, the the big complaint about the last game was it's awesome and it's a fun game, but there was only a kind of couple of optional side tombs for you to raid. Like, there was no actual Tomb Raiding in the story as such. So that yeah. obviously was a bit of a bummer. Um, but moving on, we had EA next, and they showed some, like, Super, like probably the vaguest of vague announcements we spoke about about vague announcements so far. My personal favorite vague announcement, the vaguest of announcements, was for Mass Effect. Where it was like, here's some concept art, and the fact is in another galaxy and a name, I guess. Um, we really hope this ends up being a game eventually. Like, uh, have fun. It's, we're telling you it's going to be out next year. I doubt. Holiday 2016. They said holiday they said. 2016, which oh. I. I wonder how they get to that date when they have literally nothing to show right now except concept art. Like it was the vaguest of vague announcements. But but to be fair, Bethesda kind of done the same. Oh when yeah, they went two three weeks ago and said, "Okay, here's a a, a two minute trailer for Fallout." And then we're able to come out on stage and announce a date two weeks later. So I'm not saying, like I said, I'm not saying that there wasn't plenty of vagueness. There was all kinds of across all of the conferences vague announcements of promises of something that maybe eventually will be a game. I just felt like Andromeda seemed like the vaguest kind of of all the announcements. It seemed like the most. Uh, this is an idea, I guess. We're going to develop it soon, probably. Like, yeah. I don't know, I just, it just weirded me out how vague it was. I want that to be great, though. I love the Mass Effect series. I want that to be great, but it was just so vague at that point. That game could be any, like, that game could literally be, like, a Facebook game at this point, like, for all the concept art we saw, like, literally no idea. Yeah. Um, he didn't really impress me too much. Um, the only thing that kind of had my attention was Need for Speed and Star Wars. Well, Need for Speed, let's talk about it, Need for Speed. It's going to have FMV in it, which I love for all the wrong reasons, because it's just so cheesy. <laughs> it's so cheesy when Need for Speed games have FMV in it that I love it. It's like a really bad B movie. In fact, no, that's giving it too much credit. It's like a really bad C movie. Yeah. Like, oh, it's great. Yeah, um, and I also like the fact they're kind of talking like they're going to go back to some of the kind of Need for Speed Underground. If you remember that game, yeah, it's kind yeah, of yeah do you know that kind of feel of do you the know, game. Do you know it's funny you mentioned that because I, I bought that for the GameCube the other week. <laughs> you do, you know. <laughs> I, I I'd been reading a wee bit about the Need for Speed um, game, and then seeing that, and I thought, do you know what? I've got to go back. I've got to go back to the original, and I hope that that's where they go back to, where you can custom, fully customize your ride and 
all the rest of it because I think that, it's something that, that is what the, that is the game that they're spitting just now at least is you know customizable rides and you'll mod it and you'll put neons on it and it's all nighttime races because it's all you know it's all the Fast and Furious style racing culture and all that so yeah they're making all the right noises I guess is what I'm trying to say yeah um, they are they are making noises just let's see let's see what 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 actually comes out yeah. Um, the other, as you said, the other interesting thing that we'll talk about from EA because the rest of it, I'm not, not even worth talking about. It's, it was sports games and Plants vs. Zombies, but Star Wars. Yeah, Star Wars. There was a lot of actually. There was a lot of Star Wars. There was yeah, but before the uh-huh. Sorry, there was a new expansion for Old Republic. Yep, that looks pretty cool. Looks pretty cool. I've not played Old Republic. I keep I threatening to. I keep threatening to every so often, and then going. I don't know if I want to play Old Republic. Do you know? know. Yeah, you kind of. It, it's a tough one because I I, I play Warcraft. I, I know exactly how the no. mechanic works. Um, and yeah, when it when I was really skint at one point, I did go to the Old Republic to to get that MMO buzz. <laughs> but <laughs> I just need that MMO hit, man. I just need one more hit. Come on, man. I'm good for it. You don't know. You weren't there. You don't know what it's like. You've not experienced it. Uh, it's okay, Stephen. We all care. There's a reason they call Warcraft. There's a reason they call World of Warcraft Warcraft. Right? And it's because I, I you need that man. MMO hit. Right? And I thought, All right, okay, I'm super skinned. I'll just go free to play games and that'll do me for a few months while I, you know, get back on top of things. And boy, was I disappointed. But then the more I got into it, the more I kind of liked it. Mm-hmm. So the expansion was pretty cool. Um, I'd be interested then, maybe I will send you at some point to to play that when the expansion comes out because apparently they've changed it massively since it came out and a lot of the buzz has been people saying, like, ah, it's better than it was. So it is. I played it just before they kind of took over and relaunched it. Yeah, it was pretty, it was pretty boring. Um, it was very much like go here, go there, <laughs> go here, go there. The video game, <laughs> pretty much. Um, and then EA kind of came in and were like, right, okay, this isn't working. We can clearly see that you're making zero money. And they took over and I played it again, and it was much more interesting. There was a lot more to do, mm-hmm. so it was pretty cool. But moving on to the, the big game. Battle oh, no, 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 no. Oh, we're not done yet. We're not done. Believe it or not, there's another one before the big game because, as you were saying earlier, people seeing the CCG trend and rubbing their hands with glee didn't stop, though, with uh, with ESO because it was also Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes, yet another mobile phone uh, collecting car collecting game, which is presumably also going to be free to play and is also going to be presumably rubbish. No, now we can move on. Now we can right. move on to the, now to the big one. There is a massive amount of arguments and discussions across all the forums to do with Battlefront. Was there a front for the battle? Um, well, I didn't think there was, but seemingly when EA took to the stage alongside DICE, yeah. and they basically went, right, okay, so we're just going to address all your rumours and all your arguments with this video. Yep. with Pull out the shades, deal with that. Um, uh, That was kind of how it felt because there was a lot of talk oh, we're not going to get to play a Jedi, you're just going to be a stormtrooper, 
and it's just going to be like Call of Duty or Battlefront where you bought this time you're dressed as a Stormtrooper with a laser gun. And that certainly wasn't the case from what we've seen because you can, the play, impression I got. you can play the X-Wings, you can walk about in the the walkers. ATST. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I, I'm looking forward to it. I, I, I actually can't wait. And I, think, I, I think it looks I went cool. pre-ordered it as well. I don't worry, it wasn't a collector's edition. <laughs> it comes with a plastic attack. <laughs> Um, but talking of collector's editions, there's, uh, I, I don't know if you've seen it, it was just right at the end of the week um, of E3, Batman. Yeah, I did hear about that. Um, they've cancelled the, the £100 collector's edition um, yeah. a week before it launches. Yeah, they, they said that the Batmobile that they got was was just such bad quality they couldn't even give it away. Like we don't even feel comfortable putting this in the collector's edition. And it now appears that the limited edition has also run into some problems this week. What is it with limited editions? I don't know if you remember. I know this is kind of off top, off topic, but if you remember, like a month or so ago, like someone stole a, tr- a truck full of Splatoon limited editions. Yeah, I, I don't know what what is going on with the world. I don't know, but I don't know. Did you see any of Splatoon? I've seen some Splatoon, yeah. Splatoon looks, looks like looks a, pretty, a cool uh, game. It's pretty fun. Um, yeah. If only you'd have you to play on, Richard. You know, <laughs> I don't, but I still feel okay about that because I'm not the kind of person who's like, man, if only I could throw down £150 on a console for like five games to play on it. It's like, no, I'm not going to do that. How about oh, sorry. that? Sorry. I was able to do that, so sorry. No, it's not a case of being able or not being able to. It's whether or not that just makes common sense. Like that doesn't make common sense. That is stupid. It's a complete waste, and it's stupid. And you're stupid for doing that. So I'm going to move on while you're talking about stupid and things like that. Ubisoft. Yep. Um, <laughs> who had probably the most adult press conference we've seen so far. Well, I mean, when you there start off with Trey of... Parker and Matt Stone, like, you know how this is going to go down. Yeah, but, but even then, even as it went on, I'm sitting watching it and I'm thinking, man, this is like, they're, they're being pretty explicit. Um, and yeah, I don't I remember like seeing was... the warning. No, I feel like Ubisoft have been like that for a couple of years. Like, yeah, no, and the thing is, as well, and Aisha able, Taylor, I think, does a good job. Like, she she does do a good job. I don't know if you remember a few years ago when it was Mr. Caffeine. Yeah, that's the yeah. worst thing I've ever seen. Like, I honestly wanted to self help. Like, she seems to actually genuinely enjoy games, she seems to enjoy what she, she does. does. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, when you see her in interviews, she kind of does come across very much as being passionate about games, and that's, yeah. that's um, why I think she's a good choice for it because she kind oh, of. Totally. Can, she can give you the entertainer and give you a comedian, but also she genuinely knows and is passionate about the the, the product. But yeah, hands up if you had um, a sequel um, to the Stick of Truth planned for a press conference, because I loved the Stick of Truth and couldn't have seen that coming. So we, we had the announcement <laughs> first. So. Sorry. So we, had the, <laughs> so we had the announcement for uh, South Park, the fractured butthole. <laughs> which that that looks like it will be cool. It looks like it's pretty much just a stick of truth, except that they've got rid of the fancy setting and replaced it with superheroes now. Yeah, um, so, 
pretty much with lots of swearing. Yeah, lots of swearing and lots of the t- typical South Park madness. So go for it, uh, Trey and Matt. Just go for it. Then there was that a really weird for honor. That looks amazing. Which is like medieval kind of. It, it looked to me kind of like Dynasty Warriors, but then with like a really weird combat mechanic of like trying to match your kind of your sword stance and like trying to specifically kind of block in directions and parry and thrust and yeah, it seems kind of crazy. Yeah, I, I was I was looking at it and I was just like, man, that that looks like the kind of sword fighting game that I keep discussing with you, Richard. That I'm desperate for and never quite get. Um, you never quite get anything that you want, but it's probably for the best most of the time. Exactly. Um, but uh, it seems pretty cool. It seems like it'll be good fun. Um, and, and then, well, it's a sort of fighting game. We then yeah. moved on, and it was kind of a wee bit of a lull at this point in the press conference. I thought. Well, let's um, let let's move on to what I know you want to talk about, and let's give you your soapbox to say things about the division. Yeah, baby! Steven, um, say things about The Division. The Division looks looks pretty awesome, but again, there was another kind of blow dealt to it where they've removed the mobile companion app. Yeah, I, I remember reading that. I was like, hmm. Whereas that was... I, I remember back when they the launched the console, sitting up and watching the press conference alongside yourself, mm. and... They made a big oh, deal of it. They really they were like, oh, look, yeah, look what I can do from this tablet. And now they've removed it. And I'm thinking... Yeah. It's not a deal breaker for me, but it makes me wonder about the whole... Di- Everything about the development of the division makes me wonder about the division. I think it's a great idea in theory, but I've said to you before, and I'll say it on record here, I feel like they're at put up or shut up time for me. Like, you've shown off the division, like, three years in a row. You've talked it to death. We've seen what it is. Like, it still continues to look like the division. It's like, you either need to put this game out or move on. Like, it's, like, for me personally, it's just a put-up-or-shut-up time. Like, yeah. I really, you can talk <laughs> about your PvP, PvE zones and dark, sorry, dark zones and all that stuff. Like, you're, you're, taking, you're taking the whole thing with a, a full pinch of salt, especially with the release date. Well, exactly, because they've given us no reason to to not do that at this point because they've made such a hash of the whole development at this stage. Yeah, um, no, that's it. Um, Like Siege, on the other hand, I thought Siege looked great and looks like something that's going to come out this year. And Terror Hunt seems pretty cool. They were showing off that at the press conference. That seemed like a really cool um, mode. What was was really interesting is almost lost. Right at the end of the Terror Hunt, um, when they were showing the gameplay. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. Um, they almost lost because there was only one team member standing. Yeah. It's, so for me, it's that, always the danger that, with live demos. Like, we'll talk about No Man's Sky in a minute, but I love the No Man's Sky demo. The guy was literally like, I have no idea what's going to happen here. We could land on anything. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I kind of love that that live demo thing. Um, but yeah, they showed what else? They showed some Trackmania Turbo. Um, I like Trackmania, that's a cool game. I'm glad it's coming to consoles, but it needs to have the server support for custom uh, stuff and for custom soundtracks, so it's going to work because that's a big reason why I play that. Mm-hmm. Syndicate continues to look cool, and then they rounded that off with the big kind of surprise of uh, Grocery Con Wildlands, which is maybe a weird one because it almost didn't seem like a Grocery Con game. Like you're, you're smiling like ear to ear grin here. And yeah. It, it seemed like a cool game. Don't get me wrong. I see like that, the look see of that it. that intro where he jumps out the plane and he's falling. I'm thinking, they don't make 
just cause. Yeah, I actually had that, that thought myself. I had that moment of like, why would this be just cause? Are you be so, are you be self-publishing just cause now? How did even that Nicole, work? Even Nicole turned around and said, haven't we already seen this game announced? Yeah. And I'm like, what are you on about? And she's like, it seems that that cause thing, and I was like, just cause, and she was like, yeah, I was like, no, no, you're thinking of, uh, you're thinking of just cause. This is something. It's got to be. It's got to be something different. And it was. I just, I don't know. It seemed. It seemed like a cool game, but it seemed like a cool game that they kind of threw Ghost Recon on the front of. Like I don't know. I'm interested to see how that becomes a Ghost Recon game because at the moment it just looked like a cool game that didn't have anything that kind of made me think, "Oh man, it's like Ghost Recon. It's like all the Ghost Recons I used to play back in the day." Yeah, no, I think they, they probably should have just renamed it um, and get come up with a new name for it because that what I've noticed is they seem to definitely be taking the the name from from anything that they can put it onto and basically putting what looks to be like a crew map over the mm-hmm. top of it where you can go about. Um, it's a cool idea where you can go anywhere, kill anyone, do whatever the hell you like with the squad. Um, but there still wasn't a lot showing off of it. No, there's a lot of question marks about that, for sure. There's a lot of things we don't know about at the moment and there's a lot we need to find out. But, you know, there's a cool place to start from and I'm interested to see how they make that a Ghost Recon game and what that ends up becoming. Yeah. And speaking of things that were interesting to see, Sony had a press conference that seemed to be filled with things that were interesting to see, starting first and foremost with people losing their minds because, hey, guess what? The Last Guardian is real and is actually going to be coming out now. Like, no one thought it was ever going to happen, but Last Guardian's a thing and you'll go around with your giant dog, wolf... Chicken chicken thing and you know do stuff so that seemed cool um that really didn't grab my attention i think at that point i was kind of standing like standing watching it on my phone and um, mm-hmm. this is a waste of my time i'm actually wasting my time you know like what's going on well well we'll, we'll come back to wasted time but yeah that seemed interesting horizon <laughs> zero dawn i thought looked uh, interesting that was uh, from the gorilla guys that was yep. the historic robot dinosaurs Yep. Um, that once again, that was actually one of the games I'd been showing off um, when it was announced. We were showing that off at Games Night, and we were, I was like, "Oh, check this video out!" And it, it looks pretty cool. It's like it's a it's a new idea. It's a it's a totally mm-hmm. new idea where you're using centuries old techniques to kill futuristic monsters. Usually, no, they just get in the form of centuries old things. Yeah, it's. I think it's a really cool mishmash. Yeah. It'll be, it'll be interesting. It's one that mm. um, once it's given a, a date, I think I'll be looking forward to seeing a wee bit more about it. Yeah, and you had your soapbox, and now I get mine. I get to go all twee about No Man's Sky. Because, oh, oh man, I, I want... Oh no! Well, we'll get we'll get to the other one as well because right. I've, I've got more. But I, I, oh, I want No Man's Sky so bad, and I'm the the thing that, what one's that the, again? is that the spaceship one. Yeah. So No Man's Sky, well, No Man's Sky. What No Man's Sky is? It's a procedurally generated space game with literally billions upon billions of worlds you can never hope to visit. They're all unique. Um, as you go on them, you'll be able to discover stuff. You'll find it for yourself. There'll be you know combat. There'll be resource gathering they'll be discovering your world it's the big crazy kind of epic space game that is really gonna i think just blow the doors off 
like the kind of possibilities of what you could do. Like they reckoned that even if everyone on Earth played it, like it would still take longer than the lifespan that the Earth has left for everyone to visit every single planet in the game. Yeah, I, it seems pretty oh, cool. Um, so stoked for that. It seems pretty interesting, but I don't know if it's one that I'll rush out and buy. I, I definitely think I will. I, I think I will be there. Um, but I'm not the only one who's getting super hype because it's not my thing, but everyone that I know who's into it lost their mind when Final Fantasy VII Remake was announced. Like... Mm. Anyone that I know who is into Final Fantasy was immediately just losing their business over that FF7 remake. It's not my thing, but apparently that is what everybody wanted. That was a big deal. So what was a big deal that was my business, though, was, by the way, they're making a Shenmue 3, Stephen. What? <laughs> That's happening. That's happening. Yeah, um, That's was, happening. Yep, and it was done. it's done through Kickstarter. Yeah, yeah. The, there's a Kickstarter that we're finding it now was basically just to kind of seed it initially and to gain a, gauge interest as well. And Sony will kick in a bit and help out with that as well. And I, you know what? That game doesn't have to be amazing. There's a lot of argument to be made for it. Is Shenmue even still relevant in 2015? Yeah. I kind of don't care. I just need the end of that story. I, I, want, this, I want closure on the characters and this story and hopefully it will still be great and it will live up to everything but even if the rose tinted spectacles come off and I'm still like this doesn't hold up nowadays I'm still going to look at it and go you know what I kind of don't care it's exactly what I want which is a completion of that um, the only other thing really to mention from Sony I think we should at least talk about Uncharted 4 let's be yeah, honest of course. and talk about the awkwardness of mate your controllers broke mate mate your controllers broke yeah. No. I th- I thought that was quite funny, like live demo folks. Uncharted guy just twisting on the stage, just being like, This controller does not work. Yeah. It, it's what it is. And for me it was it felt more like an absolute shambles of a press conference. Um I thought it was to <clears throat> Microsoft who were able to go Yep, this is an exclusive title, this is an exclusive title, this is an exclusive title. Whereas it kind of felt like PlayStation were like, yeah, you're getting a few beta exclusives, but yeah. And that was what I came away feeling. I felt like it was a, a kind of shambles in comparison. I don't think it was a shambles. I think it was just very different approaches. Like Microsoft had, as you say, they had a lot of exclusives and PC and Xbox exclusives. Sony were going down more of the route of rather than lock these titles up, we're just going to make sure that we have the stuff that you guys really yeah, want. Yeah, no, of course. So the stuff uh, you care about. That's the way it goes, unfortunately. Um, but we'll see how it goes um, and see yeah. what happens with it. So yeah, let's just uh, let's just quickly um just kind of ream through Nintendo because Nintendo had stuff as well, and a lot of people yeah. were very disappointed by what they had to show. Um, but I don't know what they were expecting. It was always going to be a kind of in between year because they're planning yeah. really for the NX next year, and that's I think going to be the big thing. So, but I, um, I think that's important how they they're already looking to kind of slow development on the games that we've got. Um, I, I, I don't know. If, 
I don't know how much of it was slow though, or how much of it was this was already slow and it's kind of going glacial now. Because let's be honest, the third parties have already long since left the Wii U. So yeah, that's no, kind I, of that's it. But I think it's it's something that was kind of missed lately. And now there's delays in games, there's mistakes in games. So we need to see how it goes. Um, yeah. I mean, there was Star Fox that looked good. I'll say that much. Yep. Star Fox looked good. Yoshi's really World, Mario Maker. Yeah, they all look yeah. like solid titles. Mario Maker, I think, looks fantastic. Willy World, I think, seemed uh, really cool as well. Um, the Paper Mario stuff seemed cool. And, um, I think that was pretty much. I think Zelda Triforce seemed alright as well. That was yeah. the, the three-player. I think it was the DS, 3DS game. Yeah. That seemed alright. A lot of the rest of it, it was like, uh, fair enough, I see what you're going for. It's not like, like for example, the Metroid Prime one, it's not the Metroid Prime sequel that people were really no. desperate for, but it, it could be cool in its own right. Yeah, no, it's yeah. Certainly, it certainly could. Um, but I it think, did feel a bit stop gammy. Yeah, I think one of the one of the key things that we've missed um, out for last is yeah. all the kind of virtual reality and Halloween stuff. Well, yeah, I I did skip over that with Sony because they didn't really show Morpheus because how do you show Morpheus in a stage demo? The HoloLens stuff looked cool, but that seemed very proof of concept. Like I've said to you at the time, I was like, this is cool, but if they just do a connect with it where the connect's a great idea and some cool technology that they have utilised terribly. So yeah. I guess for me, the proof of the pudding with that stuff will be in the eating because what they've shown off is great and it's like good for you so far, but you know, you need to... You need to push that forward a bit. No, of course, of course. Yeah, I mean, there's still stuff that we haven't covered, but we've covered kind of, I think, a lot of it and, and covered all the major stuff and anything that we've not covered, you know, we'll, we'll come back to in, in future pods, I think, and we can talk more about them. But yeah, we've had a good look through E3. It was a good E3, I think, in general. I think overall it was good. There was there was plenty to be excited about. There was a lot of good stuff, and you were saying yourself, you're like, I'm really stoked for what's coming over the next you know year or so. Yeah, there was it, a it lot really of stuff has. That kind of hit you, and were like, oh, this is awesome. So yeah, even to the point when I'm thinking about going out and buying an Xbox One. <sighs> I'm not even. I'm not even going to deal with this. I'm literally just going to sign off this podcast, and and I'll just scold you later. Okay. So. Uh, thank you everyone for, for sticking with us and enjoying this E3 special. We'll be back with a regular podcast uh, soon and you'll be able to enjoy that and it'll be in the same feed as always and it'll be back to business as usual next time and Dad and might even be here next time so you know ooh, look forward to that. Feel the excitement. But yeah until next time uh, from myself and from Mr. Stephen Paul uh, we'll see you later. See you later. Bye. <laughs>